why do we need to be able to run three miles? Christopher McDougall's book, Born to Run, is a one-pound family-sized package of baloney. We as humans are natural-born runners, he claims. Distance running was revered because it was indispensable. It was the way we survived and thrived. You ran to eat and to avoid being eaten. (laughs) Baloney. I am a college basketball player, and this is the 21st century. I can't remember the last time I was chased by a saber-toothed tiger, and even an NBA regulation court is only 94 feet in length. Unless I decide to drop out of college, join the Terre Humaire tribe, and start training for ultra-marathons, why would I even need to step foot on a track? Now that was a dramatic recant of the actual protest to long-distance training I witnessed one off-season. Coach Elliott, my second college basketball coach, was known for her three-mile timed run. The minimum expectation was that we were to complete three miles in 24 minutes. Now, depending on who's listening to this, you may be thinking, an eight-minute mile? I could skip and frolic an eight-minute mile. Or you may be thinking, "Mm, college basketball doesn't sound like it's for me. Either way, when Coach Elliott announced her three-mile, 24-minute requirement for the first time, I flinched at the number of my teammates' out loud objections. Why do we need to be able to run three miles? We're basketball players, they whined. Oh no, we're gonna die, I thought as I looked up at Elliot's unwavering, whine all you want, we'll change it to six miles expression. While 12 laps of rubber redundancy isn't exactly my idea of ecstasy, I am here to tell you two things. If you were born to play college basketball, you were born to pretend every workout your coach creates is your favorite kind of workout. And very simply, if you were born to play college basketball, you were born to run. Why do you need to be able to run three miles? Think about it. Less than 1% of high school student-athletes go on to play at the next level. If you were unwilling to do the things 99% of the rest of the athletic world is unwilling to do, if you don't believe you should have to separate yourself from the mass majority, I am here to tell you, your lungs are not conditioned to handle the altitude of that 1%. If you're an athlete, you know the meaning of sacrifice, of dedicating yourself day in and day out to doing things you don't necessarily want to do without actually knowing whether it'll pay off. This risk is what drives you. It's simple. If you're an athlete, you should be able to run an eight-minute mile for three consecutive miles. Not because it's necessary, 
but because it's more than what's necessary. In Born to Run, Christopher McDougall says you had to love running. Why? Because if you didn't, you wouldn't live to love anything else. If you truly love the game, you must love every sweaty, aching aspect that makes the game possible. You must love running or you won't live to love basketball. Trust me. For me, running is meditative, and still, there were plenty of practices I wasn't sure I'd make it out alive. You think I'm kidding. Learn to love running, as if it's a means of survival. And while you're at it, learn to love back squats, huge traps, and not being able to fit your new quads into your old jeans. Train your mind to crave all the things that make you better. Understand that while it all may sound unnecessary, unnecessary risky sacrifice day in and day out is going to be your lift ticket too. That 1%. That is if you were born for it. <laughs>